0: What's up and welcome to lunchtime in the lab, your number one gambling co- podcast. Ooh, I don't even know what word I was trying to say there. Now live on YouTube. Today is mm, Tuesday, one thirty. Man, that's a bad. That's a bad start. I thought it was Monday. Today's January thirtieth. Before we get into today's plays, take a look back and see what we did yesterday. We did not do very good, <coughs> but I don't. I don't feel. I don't know what, a, you know, I don't, I don't feel like anything was overly wrong. Um, I'll certainly admit what it's like, Oh yeah. You know, like that was, that was just a wrong bet or whatever, but our boy Wimby had 15 rebounds and assists. We needed 15 and a half. So, you know, we got caught on the hook there, but I, I guess it makes up for some of those, those couple that we had that we barely cashed on, you know? So it, it starts to, starts to fall the other direction sometimes, unfortunately, but I know for a fact that they took a couple of rebounds from him though. um, They, they definitely did. Uh, You know, I remember just kind of, I didn't watch the game, but I remember just kind of looking at the tracker and it, you know, that number just kept getting dropped down and people on Twitter, I know were complaining about it too. McCollum only had one three. I think he hit it in the first quarter. He actually had like 10 points in the first like eight minutes or something. And the guy just disappeared. Uh, Ended up taking a couple of shots. He took one late. You know, I even had him in like a builder. I needed just two, Uh, you know, missed us for that. Then uh Jokic ends at 25 on 27 and a half. You know, he missed like 10 shots. He took six threes. So I was definitely right about his three-point game yesterday. Uh, you know, I gave that out for a boost, had it like minus 125 or something like that. So that was a super easy hit, hit that in the first quarter. Uh, but you know, we move on. Uh we were we were going on a pretty good little run there for a while uh constant positive days. Obviously we had back to back negatives, but obviously that's not gonna happen too often here. So we'll hop into the plays and hope for some uh greener pasture here. I will say, I mean, we're definitely getting to that point. Um I mean I you guys hear me complain about it all the time. Like NBA I just feel like NBA is just kicking my butt. Like I really wanna just get through this month and just be done with January and I might not even actually give out any official plays in the next two days, just kind of like reset, you know, sometimes you're looking at bets. It's just like fuzzy. And you're like, I think I like that, but I don't know, you know, and like none of the, no, no plays have been like really like bangers or anything that, you know, you really like. Uh, and we're getting to the point where, you know, the last like four or five games, you know, leading up to the all-star break normally, um, isn't very good. And, like, the content that we're getting right now in the NBA just seems like it's garbage. So, like, it just seems terrifying to see what it's going to look like when that runs around for us. Um, ah, it's scary to think about, you know. I might even start looking at some college basketball and stuff. But the first play I have here is probably my favorite play. Um, I could see this one getting a little popular, too. Jalen Brown over 23 and a half points. In fact, I think this opened up, like, much lower like maybe even 21 and a half and it's been bet up since then uh but he's dominated the the pacers in his career with 28 uh points per game on average he has had three straight games with 30 plus points all coming from this year against them so this is going to be the fourth time that they've played in this uh this not calendar year, you know, here, but, uh, you know, the, the season year or whatever in December, he had 30 points, January 6th, he had 31 and January 8th, he had 40 points. He's over this line in five of his last six games against them. And when he goes over, he, he flies over against the Pacers. He's always had a really high volume of shots and he actually gets fouled a lot. And a lot of free throws, he, you know, the type of guys driving the lane, a lot of, a lot of dunks and layups type thing. Um, I think a lot of his success has to do with the Pacers giving up nearly the most points in the paint, but since they added Siakam, they've they've uh, kind of tightened that up a little bit, but they're certainly still at the, you know, and towards the bottom of the league in the points in the paint. And then, you know, Jalen will live in there if, you know, teams allow him to do so. The matchups should be really great too. We have a really high total on the board and a fairly close spread. Uh, and the Pacers are also getting Tyrese Halliburton back, which should hopefully spark some offense for the Pacers and make this be a a much closer game than you know i i guess what the books maybe are even thinking would love to see the pacers even win i'm the celtics have been playing just so bad at home it seems like uh i will say too that you know this we're definitely getting a discount here because Jalen brown has been really bad um i know like they turn it up you know yesterday like i talked about in the discord like Derek white for example like at one point he was one for 17 in his last two games. Then he started making some baskets and, you know, Jalen Brown started doing the same thing, but we're definitely getting a discount because Jalen Brown has been a little, he's been off the Celtics of all, everybody, but Tatum. Porzingis should be coming back. Horford's played in two games in a row now. Um, likely to see him, you know, not even be available. So they may be a little, they need, need a little more size on the, the second team rotation that, you know, Brown normally runs with. Uh, but Just a really good history spot and a real good spot uh, in terms of... You know what? I didn't write it down or even look at it, but I'm pretty sure... Let me see. I can find it here pretty quickly. I think he's listed as a small forward, if I'm not mistaken. Pacers give up the third most points to small forwards. 23.5 points. What's power? And they get... Okay, they give up the most points. So it's either – I can't remember what he's listed at, but just in, forwards in general have definitely beat him up, though. So that, that's a pretty good look. Um, like Jalen Brown a lot, over 23.5 points. Next one, we're going to stick to the same game. We're going to go after Siakam, over 19.5 points. He's over this in two of three games against the Pacers. One of those misses, he had just 19 points. So he you know would have lost on the hook, essentially, on that line when he was with Toronto, he had 17 against them this year. He's over in 20 plus plus in six of his last nine games against the Celtics. But just like Brown, when he goes over, he flies over this total. Uh, and, and like I said, again, um, uh, high total in the game. Pacers are hopefully getting Holly Burton back. The one game that he played with Halliburton, uh, he scored 21 points against them. So, uh, Getting getting Halliburton back should hopefully keep the game more competitive. Like I said, and then you know at the same time I think set uh, set up some good shots for Siakam. You know Halliburton's a, a an excellent passer, so hopefully it sets up some some good looks there where you know you find Siakam wide open at the at the uh, you know at the rim and he's able to get a nice little layup or dunk or whatever you know to put it down. So we'll go with Siakam over 19 and a half. Those will be the two plays for that game. And before we get to the third here, got a handful of people watching. Please do me a favor and like the video if you haven't already, and uh, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. I have the subscriber only chat on, uh, so I certainly appreciate the couple of people I've been in there saying something every day. I've got some interaction, so that's been fantastic. The channel does continue to grow. 259. I think I must have got, I must have got a couple subs just from talking here. I don't have the notification, but I'm pretty sure that's a bigger number. But anyhow, yeah, support me, help me out. I appreciate it. Lastly, it's going to be Bruce Brown over five and a half rebounds. This play is a little different, um, but my my son literally slept for like 25 minutes one of those days. Uh, RJ Barrett is out. Quickly is listed as doubtful. I don't think he's playing. Pirtle is questionable. Will be his first game back if he does play. If he does play, I could see him being on a minutes restriction and not play a whole lot. Bruce Brown has had nine plus rebounds in his last two games with 30 plus minutes played. And he's over this in three of five games since joining Toronto. So we have a pretty good hit rate with his new team. The two misses that he had, he only had 22 minutes. I don't know if there are blowouts. I don't know if he just quite honestly just didn't play, but with the team still banged up with, you know, Barrett quickly potentially not playing uh portal potentially not playing. You know, I would expect him to get tw- plenty of minutes. If he gets that 30-plus, you know, he's hit it essentially at 100% clip so far with the, the Toronto here. Um, he had seven versus the Bulls when he was with the Raptors here. Uh, I don't know how to pull up in front of me. I don't know when that. That must have been, like, when, like his first game. And then uh, he had seven when he was with the Pacers. So he's gone over against them. Uh, the, you know, regardless of what team he's on, he's been able to go over this number here. Uh, I, I don't have a whole lot of data and this one's kind of goofy. It's not like he's like a rebound killer or anything like that. Um, I do know once again, I kind of sucked with my notes today, but I can very quickly find this. Oh, it's threes. That's what I was thinking. They give up the most, they give the third most threes to shooting guards. Um, which I'm pretty sure is what he's listed at, but sometimes he plays in like a forward type role, but, uh, his line for a 1-3 is at minus 150. So similar to Jokic, where he's actually had like a three in like nine and nine out of his last 10 games or something like that. So obviously we're not on points or anything like that, but that's a little bit of a, a little bit of a tidbit there or whatever for you. So to recap, then for lunchtime in the lab on January 30th, we're gonna ride with Jalen Brown over 23 and a half points in the same game. Pascal Siakam over 19.5. And then we're going to go to the Raptors with Bruce Brown over five and a half rebounds. I am your host as always lunchtime in the lab. We brought to you every day. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow me on all social medias at live Joe bets in the bottom in the description there on YouTube or wherever you're listening. There's all kinds of links for you to check out with my social medias to make it easier for you to give me a follow. Uh, certainly look forward uh, to having a better day today than we did yesterday, but if you stick to units and you continue to be, you know, manage that bankroll and everything like that, a couple bad, uh, a couple bad beats and a couple losing days certainly don't hurt and they continue to, uh, you know, con- stack on those winning days and we'll get back to that three, and zero, the two and one days or whatever, you know, so I'm going to close it out in the podcast here. I appreciate you guys listening to audio version. If you want to check out the visual version, you can find me on YouTube at lunchtime in the lab. Um, and then, uh, like I said, I'm going to close out here, see what's going on, on YouTube. I appreciate you guys and I will see you guys back tomorrow. Whoa! Oh.